Section 51 of the Animal Story Book. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by April 6090, California, United States of America. The Animal Story Book, edited by Andrew Lang. Bungie by Mr. Jesse. Bungie from Jesse's British Dogs. During the reigns of Queen Elizabeth and James, there lived a brave and accomplished knight called Sir John Harrington, who had been knighted on the field of battle by the famous Earl of Essex, and had translated into English a long poem by an Italian called Ariosto. But busy though he was in so many ways, Sir John still had time to spare for his raw dog, Bungie, and in the year 1608 he writes a long letter to Prince Henry, elder brother of Charles I full of the strange doings of his favorite. Bungie seems to have been used by Sir John as a sort of carrier pigeon, and he tells how he would go from Bath to Greenwich Palace to deliver up to the court there such matters as were entrusted to his care. The nobles of the court made much of him, and sometimes gave him errands of their own, and it was never told to their lady queen that this messenger did ever blab aught concerning his high trust as others have done in more special matters. More wonderful even than this was his behavior concerning two sacks of wheat which Bungie had been commissioned by Sir John's servant Combe to carry back from Bath to his own house at Kelston, a few miles distant. The sacks were tied round the dog's body by cords, but on the way the cords got loose, and Bungie, clever though he was, could not tie them up again. However, he was not beaten, and hiding one flasket in some bushes that grew near by he bore the other in his teeth to kelston and then returning fetched the hidden one out of the rushes and arrived with it in good time for dinner sir john is plainly rather afraid that prince henry might not quite believe this instance of sagacity for he adds hear it your highness may perchance marvel and doubt but we have living testimony of those who wrought in the fields and espied his work, and now lived to tell they did much long to play the dog, and give stowage to the wine themselves, but they did refrain, and watch the passing of this whole business. As may be well guessed, the fame of Benji's talents soon spread, and then, as now, there were many dog-stealers in the country. On one occasion, as Sir John was riding from Bath to London, Bungie was tempted to leave his side, by the sight of a pond swarming with wild duck or mallard. Unluckily, other people besides Bungie thought it good sport to hunt wild fowl, and did not mind seizing valuable dogs. So poor Bungie was caught and bound, till it could be settled who would give the highest price for him. At last, his captors decided that they would take him to London, which was not very far off, and trust to chance for finding a buyer. As it happened, the Spanish ambassador was on the lookout for a dog of that very kind, and he was so pleased with Bungie that he readily agreed to give him the large sum asked by the men who brought him. Now Bungie was a dog who always made the best of things, and as Sir John tells the prince, such was the court he did pay to the dawn, that he was no less in good liking there than at home. In fact, everybody grew so fond of him, that when after six weeks Sir John discovered where he was and laid claim to him, 
no one in the house could be prevailed on to give him up poor sir john who as we know was very much attached to bungie was at his wit's end what to do when it suddenly occurred to him to let the dog himself prove who was his real master so having the ambassador's leave to what he wished in the matter he called all the company together at dinner-time and bade bungie go into the hall where dinner was already served and bring a pheasant from the dish this as sir john says created such mirth but much more when he returned at my commandment to the table and put it again in the same cover after such a proof there was no more to be said and sir john was allowed to be the dog's master but bungie's life was not destined to be a very long one and his death was strange and sudden as he and his master were once more on the road from london to bath on their return journey he began jumping up on the horse's neck and was more earnest in fawning and courting my notice than what i had observed from time back and after my chiding his disturbing my passing forward he gave me some glances of such affection as he moved me to cajole him but alas he crept suddenly into a thorny brake and died in a short time it is impossible to guess what kind of illness caused the death of poor bungie but it is pleasant to think that sir john never forgot him and also loved to talk of him to his friends now let ulysses praise his dog argus he writes to prince henry or tobit be led by that dog whose name doth not appear yet could i say such things of my bungie as might shame them both either for good faith clear wit or wonderful deeds to say no more than i have said of his bearing letters to london and greenwich more than a hundred miles as i doubt not but your highness would love my dog if not myself i have been thus tedious in his story and again say that all the dogs near your father's court not one hath more love more diligence to please or less pay for pleasing than him i write of end of section fifty one